This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink, CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino, the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. So take out your paper and pencil. This is just going to be one of those shows where you're going to want to take some notes, I think. And if you want to talk to Tom or ask a question, write down his number, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Or you can go to alphawealthgroup.com. And if you've got a question for me, you can leave it there or go to bestmoneymoves.com. All right. Um, you know, no use ignoring the elephant in the room, Tom. <laughs> this yes. year, this week, I should say, Jerome Powell announced a huge increase in the federal funds rate. It's mm-hmm. taking the target up to somewhere between three and three and a quarter percent. That's the highest the federal funds rate has been since 2008, which, as you and all of our listeners will recall, is was the start of the recession. Mm-hmm. We saw two-year treasuries top 4% for the first time since 2007. And I know you and I have both gotten some questions this week about what the economy needs to look like in order for the Fed to start bringing rates down, which, by the way, Jerome Powell says uh, he doesn't expect that'll happen until later in 2023, coincidentally, when there is expected to be a global recession. We heard that from... Uh, almost all the central banks uh, were talking about a global recession this week. So what needs to happen? I mean, so far, rising interest rates have accomplished some of what the Fed is trying to do, which is, you know, bring down the rate mm-hmm. of inflation. We've seen stocks in retreat. I mean, total volatility in the market. We're seeing the housing market slumping down mm-hmm. to the point of a recession. Uh, there were some new numbers this week that talked about that. Treasury yields surging to highs, as I just said, uh, topping 4%. We haven't seen that since 2007. Household net worth is down 4% uh, in the second quarter to $143 trillion. I know that sounds like a big number. Uh, if you take the billionaires out, it leaves a lot less for the rest of us. <laughs> but that was largely due to the stock market declining, which it's you know been doing. So We've got a strong labor market. Worker pay is rising. Inflation doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Gas prices went back up this week. What the heck is going on, Tom? Well, I'm going to try to bring some good news to today's show. I know. People say to me, I'm like the bad news bear. I just, I'm always, you know, talking about the things that aren't going well. So you do the other side. Well, the good news is we know, I should say, well, we can say historically, you know, when the market is down, it does come back to its original value and when it comes back to its original value it does go higher i mean that's history and so this is very tough you know we're looking at a market that at one point i'm talking about the s&p was down 23 percent at its low we don't know if it's going to retest those bottoms and we don't know if it could even go lower but i guess really what it comes back to is when we take a look and this uncertainty and i you know when we talk about emotions it's tough and we talk about your money it's tough. I get it. And it's, so it's certainly not to be insensitive in any way because we work so hard, we save, 
And then we have to deal with these types of markets that we feel like, boy, we just don't have some control. But there is some control that we can take. And so I would just say um, this is an opportunity to, to do some of those things. You know, regardless of where you're at, and I, we talk about investing, it's tough because we don't want to just chase returns. We don't want to try market time. We, we don't want to run after these short-term, short-term strategies. There's been all of these studies, and we've talked about them before. At least Delbar does this quite a bit, This a research firm. They've shown over the last 30 years the average investor has underperformed dramatically, 7.1%. The average equity, I'm talking about just stocks, to 10.6% on the S&P. Wow. And that's a difference of, over again this time, $100,000 over the last 30 years would be worth 780, $780. In the S&P, it'd be worth over $2 million. Big difference. And so- yep. My point is, I guess one of the takeaways here, as much as possible, in fact, I just completed a, one of my updated some of our reports here on creating an investment plan because when we have uncertainty in our planning, we're not sure what we own, we're not sure what the market's going to do, and we have a tendency to make these moves, and sometimes we're our own worst enemy. So anybody that wants that, I would offer the investment planning report. It talks about how do you create an investment plan, get financially organized, start to understand, know what you own, and create a plan. Because you know what? When you have a plan that you're comfortable with, you know what you own, okay, and you've got a strategy, you're more likely to be able to persevere through these times and certainly reduce some of the stress level. So that's, that's what I would say. Start to really, for those of you that work with somebody, ask them, what's my plan? Please tell me what we're doing currently. For those of you who are doing it on yourself, start to dig in, see what you own. There's opportunities here as well, I would say, creating watch lists. You know, if you want to say some of the great, some of these really good companies have been down, whether it's the Apples and the Microsofts, the ones that Facebook I think... Is down, Facebook's down 60%. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> if, that's, if that was on your target <clears throat> list. Well, I mean, there's a number of companies, and as, like I said... You know, maybe there's some opportunities. I'm going to take a look at some of these things. Now, again, these are not all or nothing plays, but look, you can do Roth. You know, I always say in Roth, that's a beautiful thing. Roth contributions, you can do 7000 per year if you're over age 50. Right now, you and your spouse, that's 14000 So if you bought into Apple or Microsoft or companies you think are solid, whether it's Meta, Facebook, Amazon, Google, you know, and say, look, 10 years from just going to leave this alone. It's going to grow tax-free the rest of your life. Yeah. Again, these are things where we can start to, you have your core portfolio, but then there's some things you can do on the periphery and take advantage of some of these things. And there's opportunities, obviously, and we can talk about this another time, end of year planning ideas too that we can do as well. So I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm going to be upbeat about some of these things. And, and, and these are some things where we can start to take action. And I'm happy to get you any of the information that can be helpful to you. Yeah, and I think that that's a great point is, is that you have to, you know, if your plan is dollar cost averaging, like my two kids, I was like, are you guys... You know, they just, you know, got a uh, bonus check, one of them, and, you know, another one, he got his fee that he's doing for some consulting. And mm-hmm. they're like, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, what's your plan? And they're like, well, we dollar cost average. Okay, so get, get going. And, and they stick that money in regardless, whether you're doing $100 a week, $1,000 a month, just do it every single month. Yep. Because when the market goes down, you're buying more. When the market goes up, you're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you should right. be but put you stick to in, the plan right you stick I mean, you, to the plan you put yourself in a situation you know remember you know nobody can time the market and they were complaining well we put it in and then it went down and i said yeah but the next time you put it in <laughs> you got more for your money and they're like oh yeah right but you know what it's um 
you know, you do feel in the, the short run like, oh, if I just waited a week, I would have an extra $100,000 or what have you. But that isn't the way it works. <laughs> just, that is not the way it works, right, because you can't time can the market. Time. Yeah, and then nobody. you start to think you can, that's where you get you hurt yourself. Yeah, no, you totally get into trouble when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about Queen Elizabeth. And um, there's been a lot of talk about her personal will and... Uh, I wanted to just chat a little bit about uh, wills and inheritances and some of those things, Tom, if, if you're game. Sure. Okay. All right. You are listening to This Week in Wealth. Give Tom a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. And you're listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink here with Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth Group. You can find us online at alphawealthgroup.com. Uh, if you want to listen to past episodes, of course, wgnradio.com slash thisweekinwealth. And you can ask Tom a question, 630-934-1855. And what's really cool is he's going to return your call. He will actually call you mm-hmm. back and give you a personal answer to your question. So if you've got one, 630-934-1855. So, Tom, I mean, I don't know if you watched any of Queen Elizabeth's funeral, but wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a grand reminder of what the, the British Empire used to be. I mean, it was incredibly opulent and splendid. Sure. And mm-hmm. when they broke the, I think they call it a wand, and they announced the end of the Elizabethan era, I felt like I was I was watching like a Shakespearean play or something. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the Elizabethan The end of the Elizabethan era. Anyway, there was a lot of talk about her money and the uh-huh. billions that she passed down to King Charles. I will always want to say Prince Charles, but King mm-hmm. Charles. And then there's the riches that, riches that uh, Prince William, who's the new Prince, w- Prince of Wales, he's going to uh-huh. oversee. And it made me think about, I mean, she obviously had everything really planned. I mean, plan mm-hmm. is the word of our show, I think, today. But yes. there are so many famous people who have died without a plan, without a will, like Anne Hesch, uh, who just... I, drove herself into a house at, you know, whatever, 90 miles an hour. But she, and she had a young son. I think she had a son who was 15. And there mm-hmm. was Prince and Aretha Franklin and Bob Marley, son, mm-hmm. Sonny Bono. I mean, you just, the list goes on. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to understand how famous people who are, who have money, they have houses, typically more than one, um, and they're leaving behind a body of intellectual property, <clears throat> whether it's songs and copyright or books or scripts or what have you um that they don't have wills and then you know it it doesn't excuse all the rest of us who haven't done a will or updated their will and i guess i just you know we've talked about wills and inheritances before but you know let's talk a little bit about what goes on with this psychologically because i'm sure you've got clients of substantial means who don't have wills, and you have to work mm-hmm. with them to get them over that hump. So what's going on there? Yeah, you, you know, we've talked about this before, at least. Part of what I do, you know, I'm an investment advisor rep. We do active money management. I have life insurance license. We do all that. We do all of these things. I like to say we do everything. And my approach to retirement planning includes having an income plan, having a tax plan, having an investment plan, an asset protection plan for unforeseen events, and then fi- finally, Least but not last, it's not least, but is it having an estate and legacy plan 
the way to control assets during your lifetime and then to the extent you don't go through them, they go to your loved ones, your children and grandchildren in the most efficient manner. This is critical. And so, uh, again, I am... I'm pretty much insistent. It's like a non-negotiable. If I'm working with someone, you got to get these things in place. What do I mean by that? I mean living trust, medical powers of attorney, financial powers of attorney, so you control assets, again, during your lifetime. And then having what sometimes it's referred to as a pour over will. You know, know, wills, this is so, you know, you have all the documents because they will control your assets during your lifetime or your assets will flow through them afterwards. So when we talk about a will versus a trust, I always kind of defer to the trust because one thing I'll say is wills do go through probate court. So I'm not saying a will, if you die intestate and have no will, that's the worst case because the state of Illinois has one for you. (laughs) And so, you know, beyond that, the trust, unlike a will, can hold assets during your lifetime. And unlike yourself, it doesn't die and it doesn't get sick. So if assets are titled to that trust, it never goes through probate court. It's totally private. It goes to the people you want, want it to, and you can have the people that control it you want to. So this is why this is so fundamental as part of your plan. So living trust, revocable living trust, those are the same things. These are things that really are fundamental in your plan, and then having the other documents, as I said, which are all separate documents. These are what I call the six essential documents. There's other ones, personal directives and so on. And again, that's a report I'm more than happy to get out with people, the estate planning packet. But, you know, these are things that we need to have in place. So we make decisions because if we don't, someone will make them for us. Yeah, I I love the idea of calling um, this a legacy plan as opposed to an estate plan. I think estate planning really (laughs) freaks out people. I I think that's natural, right? You don't want to confront your own mortality. And over the last two years of this pandemic, two and a half, almost three years, we've had such death in this country around the world right every people mm-hmm. have gotten sick i spoke yesterday with a colleague of best money moves <clears throat> one of our partners and one of the two owners of that company has been dealing with long covid since he got it and he was one of the first people to get it mm-hmm. and he now two years later is still you know not himself he's he's had surgeries to kind of correct things that went wrong all the rest mm-hmm. i think we all know a lot of people like that and i think we all know people who you know, the idea of death is just so scary mm-hmm. that it's one thing to be investing for your future, right? It's even one thing to be, another thing to be investing for your retirement. Retirement sounds great, but planning for death, that's really hard. Pre-need funerals, that's really yeah. hard. You know, understanding what you need to do to get it in place. And I, I wonder if reframing this around the idea of legacy planning mm-hmm. Where instead of thinking about your own mortality, what you're thinking about is what follows you. Mm-hmm. If that's a way to psychologically get people over that hump, because I'll just be honest, and I've said this before, you know, when I had to buy my last round of life insurance, I sat there staring at the screen for, I don't know, four or five weeks. Like I would keep going back to it to try and yeah. fill it out. But I, you know, it happens to me too, folks. Like I'm not mm-hmm. just. You know, just because I know a lot doesn't mean I can force myself over the hump. And eventually I got there, right? And we had plenty of life insurance. But what do you think about that? I mean, do you help, you know, can you help people reframe this? Well, yeah, that's why I do kind of marry the two. I say estate and legacy planning because it is both of those things, I guess. But I do agree because I think from a standpoint of your family, you know, it's it's hard to say what the best thing. But it is certainly one of the best things 
the the ease and the simplicity that it provides to your family and the things that you that it does for your family you know and that's why i always talk about personal directives what are your wishes what do you would would you like to have happen because typically with children grandchildren it's they're not okay what's the what is what's the value of this what's the value it's more sentimental and it's more of what what did they want and if you don't put again these things in place they're going to be guessing and a lot of times you have five people sitting around the dinner table or wherever it is when they convene and there's not everyone's going to agree and so this is again why it's so important and not only that you know as i said during your lifetime you know having financial powers of attorney you know your retirement accounts are individually titled they cannot be joint titled they cannot go in a trust they have to stay in your name during your lifetime if you're incapacitated that asset is a fro is frozen now during your lifetime now we're talking about living probate you know, then you, one of your family members, whoever, has to go to court to get power of attorney. Now we're back in the court system. So, and that's the same thing with a medical power of attorney. What are your wishes regarding, you know, treatments right. and so on? This is so fundamental, like I said, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm not the attorney. We have attorneys that do this, but I, I still, I'm animate about it because I don't ever want to get a phone call from a client saying, you know, my spouse isn't, what do I do? Right. I've been through all of these things. I've been doing this a long time. And so I have, you know, I've it's ugly, I, isn't it? Yeah. Tom? And so when this that is happens. why it's so important and it should be part of a piece of your plan. That's why we talk about being complete. You know, it's not just about having an income plan critical. And we do that having an investment plan, which we talked about earlier, all these other pieces, but also this, we'll call it a legacy plan, so, <laughs> but it's so important to have. This, right. So. And, and so what do you have to decide? You have to decide who gets your stuff when you die. You have to decide who's going to be the executor. You've got to name an executor, and I would recommend a secondary one mm-hmm. uh, or a successor one. You have to name a property manager to take care of your children's property, because if you've got a 15-year-old like Ann Hesch did, mm-hmm. and you just you can't just leave money to them right, outright, they're not, they're right? Not. Yeah, they're not going to cut a, a you know no. hundred thousand check to a twelve year old or fifteen year right. old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Here's a million dollars, fifteen year old. You're not old well, enough then, to buy yeah. the Maserati, but you can put a down payment on it. And then uh, finally, you know, the backup for your living trust or estate yeah. plan, right? So, and it, please, you've got to once you get all this stuff in place, you got to tell people where it's located. So that yes. there is somebody who actually has a copy of your powers of attorney for healthcare Correct. and financial matters, your wills, your trusts, whoever that is, the attorney who who started it, all the rest. You got to have somebody yeah. in place, or you know it's going to be a mess. And the last thing you want is a mess. Yeah, that's exactly. And this is why I say this is so uh, critical and one of the best things you can do for your family. So I'll make that offer as we talked about the, all of it. In fact, I'll include what I call the estate planning questionnaire. In addition to the information on the six essential documents, all of that, you know, I'm more than happy to send you. There's no cost or obligation. We'll get it out to you. And one quick other announcement I just want to make. We have classes coming up. So anyone that goes to the website, I have, you know, a number of classes throughout the next couple months if they want to attend. It's called the New Reality in Our Retirement. So if anyone wants to attend, I'd be happy to register for those classes, too. I'm going to be doing that as well. All right, we have got to run because we're running a little bit late. A little over, sorry, WGN, 630-934-1855 to talk to Tom or download all of the new documents at alphawealthgroup.com. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with another edition of This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN.
Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.